Welcome to another episode of the Ninja Tune podcast. Uh, this time I'm delighted to be joined by Dells. Uh, we're going to be having a chat about his recently released debut album, Gob, and a few other bits and bobs as well. So yeah, welcome to the podcast. Very nice to meet you. Thank you. The first question I wanted to ask is that you worked with several producers on the album. And I was wondering, did you always plan to do it that way? Working with the producers that I worked with on Gob was kind of like an organic process. I kind of stumbled across them all on MySpace in 2006. I spoke to Quez first initially and I went on his page checked out his beats and stuff and they're incredible but they weren't hip-hop. It was almost like alternative like indie music I guess. Um, just random instrumentals but I could just tell that you grew up listening to hip-hop and all different kinds of music just the way he's programming the sound and treating them. And then from there I found Mika Chu and then I sent a message to Hotchip saying I really like their album The Warning and I was inspired by it and this is at a point in my life where I started to listen to different types of music because I grew up listening to a lot of soul and hip-hop and um, dancehall music and then when I was at university I started getting inspired by different types of music and then Joe Goddard got back to me and was like shall we do something together and I thought it was a joke but it turned out to be the real deal and we ended up making some songs together. After that, it's kind of like making more and more songs with Joe Goddard and then me and Quest started working together and Mikachu as well. So we became friends over the years, you know, the album was years in the making, but I didn't really know what was happening really. I was just making music. I wasn't really thinking about the end product too much. I was just trying to find my feet musically. Oi! It's time to stand up! It's time to be counted! Oi, dear boy! 
This one here, no fool, no horses. What's up? They're asleep in the belly of the beast, living in a dream in their own fantasy. Smothered by their mothers who were pressed for a pillow, desensitized, no minds, hello. Can you hear me? It's a transmission, fellow. Live feed. I hope you have been eating, do you mind these? Projectile thoughts for the main course. Possessed by the force, deep inside deep. They support blades like freshly cut cross. Another child dies, so long with this loss. Ain't nothing changed since Britain turned blue. Set more cuts, more problems, moss. Looks like that we're all fucked, no loop. Cameron, better see if you're my ass. Kick down the doors of Parliament for the truth. And have a word with the PMI. Eyes as they are, so treacherous. We need to stick together. And down the nights are closing in. We need to stick together. Where is the heart and soul? We need to come together. When the youths are so damn cold, we need to stick together. They talk about making tracks with these people. What's the process? Do they send you a track over? I guess it's a lot more than just the beat that they send over. But are you constantly working on lyrics, or do you write specifically for the music that comes your way? I'm not one of those rappers that um, have endless supply of um, lyrics in random old school books um i just i write to an instrumental i kind of like i like the process of them sending me like a snippet of an idea a loop that may last for about a minute and a half or something and then the beat will just tell me what to write straight away i don't know where it comes from it just comes from somewhere obviously um maybe it's something that i'm going through at the time or it might be like a title that i've had a really stupid title and then I listen to the beat and then suddenly a song appears. Um, so yeah, that's how the process usually works. Like they send me a beat, then I go away and write to it. Then we meet up in the studio. Well, I say studio, it's usually their bedrooms. And then um, we kind of put the song together from there. Like with the three different producers all represented on one album, you think from an audience point of view that you might be able to tell who's done what, but I don't think you really can. Would you say that it maybe represents three different aspects of your character? Yeah, I would actually. I'm quite a sporadic individual, you know. I could never stick to one thing as a kid. I was, you know, growing up, I, I went from playing basketball for my county, doing karate, joining the army cadets, um, being a graphic designer, and just, I was always changing all the time, you know, always, always get bored. So I guess that's the reason why my album is so fragmented and like all over the place. But that's how I wanted my album to be. And maybe on my second record, it'll be a bit more cohesive, but still retain the same energy. But um, yeah, I, that's how I kind of, when me and Joe Goddard started making, when we decided to make an album together, that's kind of what we set out to do, you know do something that was a bit awkward and didn't, wasn't too formulaic. Am I off my trolley? I converse with the dead Cause another sound boy got burnt with the lead I disperse words, empty my mind On these rubbish MCs all dying to shine Like my grandmother's halo, lay low I spit boss, venomous, the next in line Don't know, it's evident, I'm African Slap back, hand palming, ram javelins Throw them through your garments, pierce through your heart And capture your soul, ring the alarm It's the Del Boy show I'm a Martian, blow trees with the Daleks ETs on the knee, can't stop dancing On the dance mat of my mind It's lunchtime, I need food A big world will do I'm borderline schizo, borderline nuts I'm climbing up a beanstalk, I'm awake up I'm laying on the cusp of the moon On the edge of my force While you're stuck in a time warp World 
understand that you've been really hands-on with every aspect of the release. You know, if you work with the artwork and the videos, and also even the pop-up shop that you made for Gob. Um, would you describe yourself as a control freak, or is it just completely natural that you would have a hand in every aspect of it? I think it's quite a natural thing for me to be so involved in the whole aspect of it just because my background is design. I went to university, did graphic design, and the whole time I was there, I was making music, but that was kind of just like a hobby. So my dream was to be a graphic designer um, and then eventually go to the Royal College of Art and become a lecturer. But then this music stuff started to kick off for a bit and like the yeah the reason why I'm so involved in it visually as well is just because you know I see it as an extension of my portfolio because um, if this music does all go tits up then at least I've got something to fall back on you know and then I'll have music videos and album covers and stuff so I'll be able to explain to the people that when I go to the interview room I can show them that I've been still been thinking in a, in a very very visual way um, because yeah, you can't explain a really a, like a six-year gap in your portfolio of not doing anything. So, and uh, I, I just feel like it's quite important as well. Um, it's a, some advice that Joe Gardo gave me is like, yeah, you should always definitely be involved. I don't really like it when artists make music and then let someone else take over and then they kind of make up what they think the vision should be. I think the vision should come from the artist. I'm having so much fun at the moment just making music videos with my friends and um, working on artwork and putting together like the Gob Shop which was kind of like a celebration of not just my album and what I did but also my friends who were inspiring me at the same time because they got to create some artwork for the Gob Shop as well so they like did like posters based on the lyrics from the album because I never really saw this project as just just about me I saw it as like a platform for me and my friends to get noticed as well in terms of like the visual aspect of it. But obviously the music, I want it to like represent me myself, but like the whole visual side, um, it's a platform for everyone. If you open up my brain with a can opener, you might find a choice of vocal for the night before. A few dead conversations that I wouldn't absorb. Just locked in the metaphor, room no doors. I am the architect of my thoughts, where unicorn shit glitter welcome aboard. Swing swords out of motions that eat and leave raw. My mind's a knob, let it shine, you'd be blind if you saw. Don't look the monkey right up in his face, cause I might retaliate, spray up the place. Projectile words regurgitate mace. Melt thinking facade, you can't replace. You can't foresee what awaits this bait. World powered MC, the power MCs. Sitting on my brakes of an hydron and bug. Writing this verse on a napkin. I'm looking at my job through the bottom of a glass. Now my bosses can't cross staring at me. Cause I'm daydreaming, feeling hungover. Am I still drunk? Evidently. Looking at my job through the bottom of a glass. Now my bosses can't cross staring at me. Cause I'm daydreaming, feeling hungover. Am I still drunk? Evidently. Referring back to how personal the record is for me, you call it God. Does that reflect a gobby nature in you? You seem quite sort of measured. I did, Quez made this beat called Gob, and it was like him using his mouth and like beatboxing and then distorting it, re-recording it again, and it was just like loads and loads of layers. And I just thought it was a really, really punchy title. It was like one of the last songs that we made on the album. Quez completely changed the beat. It's nothing like what you hear on the record but um, I just thought it would make for a really interesting visual as well and then kind of developed it further and 
the Gobstopper on the front cover kind of is like a visual timeline for the whole album. So each of the rings within the Gobstopper, um, the thickness of the ring is um, defined by the length of the song. So the outer ring, the silver ring is like Hydronenberg and then it goes all the way down to the middle ring, which is Gob. Um, and I'm talking about like darkness on that song. So we chose to um, make it a, like a black ring. But um, people have said like, is it a metaphor for like the current state of hip hop, you know? Um, is, it, is it a reference to Charlie and Chocolate Factory, you know? Um, the everlasting gobstopper. And you know how a lot of hip hop today doesn't have much longevity and people have questioned. But I kind of just leave that open for everyone else to like add their own connotations to it. But um, yeah, simply I just loved it just because it was a British word and it was really punchy. And yeah, I, I worked to make it like a well, attempt to make a classic hip-hop album. I won't be consumed by your heart Chew me up, spit me out Swallow by the gulf, no the gulf Can't touch me now Most spray lines like the fountain of you I base this on troops, distort the view and Would I be here if she kept my cue? A young teen father Searching for a miracle A fallen star of a wish that would get me through These digitized times where they lie so pitiful Cut the cold umbilical It's time to leave my hometown Watch me grow, please, brother, no crap Sometimes I feel like I'm melting Like I just blew my brains out Blow, 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 that's the way down I'm sure you've answered this question most times before, but where's Dells come from? Dells comes from um, a nickname that I got at school. My PE teacher got me mixed up with this kid called Delroy, and he was like, Delroy put the balls away, and everyone started pissing themselves, and everyone's running around for the rest of the day just calling me Delroy, so... Um, and I really, really hated the name Delroy, so I kind of shortened it to Dells, and yeah, that kind of fed into when I started making music, and that became my like MC name because I used to be in this collective called the Alliance, um, and we used to make two-step garage music, and yeah, it kind of stuck from from then. Not that I particularly want to, um, but I find it hard to define exactly what style of music you make. You know, you're you're a rapper, but beats doesn't cover the music that you're playing with. It does it a bit of a disservice, I think. Um, how would you describe what you do? People ask me this all the time. I know it doesn't really sound like a lot of things out there, but I just, I still see it. And like, like the roots of it, I see it as hip hop and raw and honest. And that's how I, that's the, the core idea that I want to maintain throughout my career. I've got another two albums left. So, yeah, as long as it's hip-hop and it's raw and it's honest, that's all I want it to be. Um, I kind of ignore all these tags, you know, like glitchy hip-hop or someone called it chip-hop before as well and all these rubbish things. And I just like, I just ignore it just because I'm a massive fan of hip-hop and I love the culture and that's what I represent. Uh, Yeah, I guess it's probably a decent time to talk about where your sound came from. As with all our guests, I've asked you to pick a few tracks that have influenced you in some way. first one that you've, that you've got down is Call Me by Aretha Franklin. And I guess you've already referred to growing up listening to Soul. Was this a big tune for you throughout childhood? Yeah, it was a massive tune for my parents. Um, my parents separated when I was six years old. And it was like one of those songs that kind of... I didn't really understand when I was a kid. I just remember that song. My mum was listening to it a lot when my dad left. It wasn't until I was like a teenager that I kind of understood what the lady was talking about in the song. The reason why I chose it for this list is just 
not just in a musical sense that it influenced what I do now, but just more how music can make one feel and can transport them into a certain place, and space and time. And um, yeah, I guess it's got sad connotations for me. It is a really beautiful record and does represent an important part of my childhood, you know. I love you. That was Call Me by Aretha Franklin, the first of Dells' choices. Um, the second choice you've got is Cream by the Wu-Tang. What does that mean to you and why, why would that be one of your top five all-time tracks? Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, um, That track, Cream by Wu-Tang Clan, um, yeah, just represents an exciting time for me. When I was a kid, like, growing up, listening to music, like, hip-hop just became such an obsession. We were watching UMTV raps a lot. And when my cousins came over from New York, they were, like, introducing us to new music. And um, they introduced us to the Wu-Tang Clan. And there was a lot of swearing in it, so I guess that's one of the reasons why we probably did like it. But, um, and also, just, like, the raw energy of it, just, like, there was no formula in... There were so many different characters within it and they were like associated with all these like comic book characters so I guess that could have one of the reasons why it could maybe appeal to like a, a young boy. I think I was like 10 years old when I had first heard that song. The lyrical like dexterity of all the MCs and that just like some of my favorite MCs like Raekwon and Ghostface Killer. So yeah that really represents like a significant period where all me and my younger brothers were together like listening to music in our bedroom. Cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar dollar bill yo. Cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar dollar bill yo. Crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old man. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the go tooth. Low goose, only way I begin to G York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking wounds at 16. And running up in gates and doing hits for high stakes. Making my way off. Fire skate. No question, I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I would flow off and try to get the dough off. Sticking up right, boys on board court. My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick tight click and went all out. And your next choice, you mentioned the raw energy of uh, cream. This is sort of the other end. It's a far more melodic sort of hip-hop track. The next choice is Spread by Andre 3000. Great tune, obviously, but uh, what makes it stand out in particular is one that you have in the sort of all-time top five. I think it's influenced me directly as an MC, just because 
with Andre 2000 and Outcast, you can never box them in. And they're very unpredictable what they're going to do next. And I didn't expect Andre 2000 to make an album like The Love Alert at that time. And that's one of my top five hip-hop albums of all time, even though many will say that it's not hip-hop. But to me, it is just because he's rapping on it quite a lot as well. Um, and it's a beautiful track. I love the synth sounds in it, the way he's singing on it, um, the lyrics. Yes, yeah, it's, it's an incredible song. And Andrew 2000 is, in my eyes, the best rapper alive. all over me what you think I could be wrong but pupils don't lie and if they do by God they must fry fry you know like electric chair the way you stare yeah I'm there you committed the crime and I'm the victim I got an eye out for shit that cries out passionately. Who do things backwardly, forwardly, horizontally? I'm too young to be settling down. Quick to change my mind tomorrow. So now can I borrow your timid torso? More so than your soul. And it's me, gotta be how I roll. Fuck the rhythm, tuck the rhythm. Under your bosom, you're the prism. Charlottism was the first. Let's rehearse. Making a baby, putting your order. I want a baby daughter. Dance on the tip of my tongue. Check the clouds and truth. There's no more wetness in them. Tell your homegirls that you will send them a postcard from 3000 Hard. Well, your next tune is by Wiley. Tesco. Of course, you weren't in any way influenced by photos on your label, but did that help encourage you to sign with this label? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I've been a, a fan of the label for a long time. Wiley has definitely been a big influence on me. Was like, I remember just sitting in my, my bedroom, writing lyrics with my friends and just messing about on the decks and stuff like that. And we, we all followed Wiley like, via the, the pirate radio stations like Rinse FM and Deja Vu. And I was very, very heavily into like, we used to go to all the, like, the Sidewinder raves in Milton Keynes and stuff like that. So we used to follow like Page Go Cartel and then it kind of morphed into Roll Deep. And when it was Roll Deep, this whole kind of like grime start, sound started to emerge. And you could kind of hear it. Just, I wasn't really into Garage that much, even though I was in the Garage group. I kind of came when it was like making this transition into like grime because um, I felt that the lyrics were too basic with all these MCs like you know those Iron Apple typical stereotypical MCs that just were just just hosting you know they were more about the vibe it wasn't about the lyrics whereas when Wiley and all these guys started coming through it was a little bit more lyrical so I guess that's why I got excited about it a bit more and it felt you it felt like a, a British thing that's what I loved about it as well I felt like we had something to call our own and I just remember all the beats that used to make for Cage Go Cartel he was starting to um, define his own Wiley sound and then when I heard Eskimo that can just completely turned everything upside down for me I was just sort of like wow this, it completely blew me away and me and my friends used to listen to it about a hundred times in one night and still not get bored of it and I remember buying it on um, White Label in the, in the local record shop in Ipswich and they used to play it in like a 
think it was a student night and everyone used to go crazy and just like the power and the control that these guys had just through pirate radio you know they, they weren't funded by any record labels they used to sell those vinyls at the back of their cars and yeah, it was an incredible incredible time for uk underground music is fairly different from the previous few. It's Animal Collective's Fireworks. What do you love about Animal Collective? Um, the, the energy and the sounds that they use. And it, it, for me, I'd never heard anything like it before. You know, like I was saying before, how I grew up listening to hip-hop and soul music. Before I came across Animal Collective, I came across the Panda Bear Person Pitch album. And I thought that was incredible. It was like, you know, like the Beach Boys on like some massive trip. And like hearing that record, um, Strawberry Jam, it kind of opened up my mind. And I, I think it was like a direct influence on, on Gob. When you listen to Animal Collective, they let the beat say something for a bit as well. And that's kind of what I was trying to portray on my album as well. And I think that's one, yeah, that's one album that really opened up my mind. And now it's Talking about a few things that are influencing, but what you're listening to right now, is there anything you can uh, you can tip us off on? I'm listening to um, Subtract and my friend Sampha, he features quite a lot on the album. Um, over the last few years, I've been listening to a lot of um, Joy Orbison. I really, really love his music so much. Um, actress, 
James Blake stuff before the album. Um, I did enjoy the album and I understood it. I felt like I understood his album a lot more when I saw it live. Quez is the most incredible musician I've ever met and I can't wait for his album to come out next year on Warp Records. Um, yeah, he's very, very talented and some of the stuff I've heard him make is sounds amazing. The world is my speaker, so I crank it up loud. I gave birth to this verse, so I call it my you. Watch it grow till it's 16 when it's 32 up. Then it's out with another one, not waiting for you. Exfoliate and wipe rappers off the face of this earth. Chase stars, eat clouds, eat beats till it hurts. I let the ink sink deep. Claiming the turf inside your mind, planting seeds. Listen and learn, it's the devil. Minus the fools and horses Spend a lot of time dreaming about living abroad Even question myself about my faith in the Lord God, don't strap me down before I get to the chorus Across the bridge with the baseline, snare and kick You can call me Mr. Tortoise, left the hair in the mist Cause life moves fast, I'm even quicker and kick Tick, tick, can't catch up the dicks Procrastinating and shit On the arts while I'm eating on clouds I'm playing with metaphors, similes and vows And I'm gunning for that top spot you hear that sound? That's the sound of me eating and clapping. Shit starts, I eat clouds. And when I finish, you ain't coming back down. And when I finish, you ain't coming back down. So you've had quite a busy festival summer. You've already had uh, Bridge. What's next beyond sort of all the festivals? What, what, what's autumn going to hold for you? So autumn is going to be my first ever headline tour. So I'm going to be touring around um, United Kingdom at the beginning of October. And then we're playing at the CMJ Festival in New York at the end of October. And then we're going to France for like two weeks. Belgium and Holland, Germany, Switzerland. And then hopefully Australia at the end of the year. And then hopefully in the new year, Japan. So that's kind of just like how my autumn winter is going to be planned out. And then next year, I'm going to start working on the next album. Already been talking to a few producers about doing some stuff. And also this autumn as well, we're going to be making an EP. I'm making an EP with Dave Satek of TV and the radio and Quez and Corliss and Open Center. Liquid as my words, you would dance for infinity Moonshine through your bloodstream, no remedy Equivalent to slime when I ram, can't belly me Can't stomach the bars, I'm dark flow ebony Solar energy, I'm naturally high If I can't touch max, I might actually die I mean actually die, like soul touch the sky Laying on the cloud with a baked roll pie If you wanna hear, knife gun, knife gun crying Feel free to change the channel, cause I'm not your guy Now, here's a clean flannel Sonny, wipe your eye You're getting no emotional Now please don't cry on me Tired of these kids calling me con calling me prick Throwing pencils about who threw that That hit my lip The stress kinda follows me home Fills up my space This job kinda grates on my bones Can't erase The blind leading the blind The youth lack vision And they ride over leggings And things that are glistening And this is the world that we're living in Mic check, one, two Are you listening? It sounds like there's a lot of highlights that are going to be rolling out over the next six months, but it's already been an amazing year. Is there anything particularly stood out to you that you'd say that was a hell of a moment? I think it would be my album launch party. We just did the Gob Shop, which was a success. People enjoyed it. And then, like, all my family and friends came down to London and um, came to see me perform and, like, 
before I went on stage, I wasn't really thinking about the show too much. I was trying to not make myself too nervous, you know. And before I went on stage, I remember Mikachu just playing this like pulsating techno beat and it just made me even more nervous. And then I looked out to the crowd and the whole room was full of people. And it was the first time I'd ever done a headline show and we sold it out. And it was just really weird because everyone was there to see us play and you know, it was an incredible moment. It, it really solidified everything for me. Everything felt a bit up in the air before that. And I was trying to put it all together and it, it felt like, yeah, we're kind of, you know, we're doing the right thing and we're going to, the right way about what we're doing, I guess. And the album was going to come out in like a few weeks after that. So that was like a defining moment for me this year. If you pan to the left, you will see a family driven apart, expecting to see the light. But the darkness overshadows the dream, the life. It's like a knife cutting so deep on what made it right. Your wife's losing face, so she bleeds at night. She's getting raped, her face is getting beaten on. She can't fly, cause her confidence cape is gone. So she cries and escapes in her dreams and her thoughts. And she blames, of course, on herself. But the pain that burns deep, like the torches in hell. So she tortures herself, set her feelings on flames. Sex isn't the same, it's like being hit by a train. I feel her pain when she cries tears, seen it rain like right here, right in front of the lens. She wants to smile and be with her friends and feel free, like a lady should have a chat and drink tea, but she can't. Man. So when you play live, um, you sort of mentioned nerves and stuff. Is it? Um, what's the setup? Are you with full band now? And does that help with nerves? Having a bunch of other guys backing you? Yeah, I've got a very very talented bunch of people that play with me live. I've got Alan Tamara, who's an artist. Um, um, she's just released an EP on Big Data. Um, Razor Khan from the band Mikachu and the Shapes. And Giles, aka Quake Bass, he's an incredible drummer. So they fill me with a lot of confidence. Um, I get really nervous before I go on, but I think it helps with my performance. Because people always say, oh, yeah, it was a really good show. Um, and I was like, can't, can you tell that I was really nervous? And they were like, no, no, we didn't see it at all. So yeah, inside I'm like super nervous, but I guess it doesn't show in my performance because it's quite energetic. I wanna know who's tilting the room. World's melting under my feet. Cause all I see are liquid colours. In patterns pouring over on me. I wanna know who's tilting the room. World's melting under my feet. Cause all I see are liquid colours. In patterns pouring over on me. So you've already worked with three different producers on the first album and there's a collaboration with Roots Maneuver as well. Do you have any other ideas for collaborations forthcoming or any other producers that you really want to work with for the next record? I don't think I'm going to be working with any rappers on the next album, um, but there are a few singers that I really, really would like, love to work with. Um, I'd love to work with this guy called Toby from this band called The O Children. Um, I've been speaking to him. He doesn't know that I want him to be on my album yet. But I don't know, I was sitting there thinking the other day and I just think his, his voice is incredible. It's like really, it kind of reminds me of Ian Curtis in a way, who I'm obsessed with, by the way. And um, yeah, I'd love to him for him to do the outro on my album or maybe even the intro. Um, and I think the album's, the majority of the album's going to be produced by Quez and Davis of Tech which I think will complement each other very, very well. Definitely. I'm really excited to hear it already. Thank you very much, Kieran. It was really nice to meet you. And uh, yeah, as we say, the album Gob is available now from all good record stockists. And I'm sure 
online all over the place as well. So uh, yeah, you must listen to it. Hopefully you'll get a good flavour of it from the podcast today. Yeah, all that remains is thanks very much for coming down. Thank you. Welcome back to the Ninja Tune podcast. I want to thank Dells once again for coming in and having a chat. I really enjoy talking to him, as I'm sure you could tell. But now um, we're going to get on with the next section of the podcast, and I'm going to play you some of our favourite tunes that we've selected for you that are coming out on the label or have come out on the label in recent months. First up is a future podcast guest, Emika. This track is called Professional Lovin', and it's Emika on the Ninja Tune podcast. We're professional, I know. We're sophisticated at love and 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 future podcast guest Amika with professional loving and up next is a track from Rafferty and it's called Mimetic track that we've selected for you to have a listen to is a track by Roots Maneuver who's one of our biggest artists this is a track called Get the Get from the new album and this is the Sluggerbed remix Hey yo, yeah yeah mister We come with a tradition cause we traditional and you know we bring audio medicine cause it's medicinal Hey yeah mister Fenting, this a big fenting. We never pour, we no skin, we no powder. Whoa, base, that's something we'll be proud of. Now, so we keep that, I know we have a crowd up. Back to back with all my lords and ladies. Living the vibe, we have a fun that daily. Anything we do with the shoot to the groovement. Anything we do with the shoot to the movement, y'all. Pump the chest, you get wild, get mad, get, get, you get, you get swarming. Pump the chest, you get wild, get mad, get, get, you get, you so hard. Somebody, 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 somebody
Kind of vibe, it's just a vibe for vibe, when the feeling is high, we just We reach and we touch the sky, we're in the trust of God, we listen in a revival of New brand, new brand, something to stand for See we innovate, we kind of grab for And then there's only, yeah, something to stand for We don't fade away, we just blend more Hope the you get wild, get mad, get, get, you get, you get suave Hope the chest you get wild, get mad, get, get, you get, you somebody Just to get wild, get mad, get, 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 get swabby Just to get wild, get mad, get, get, get to somebody Somebody, somebody, get, 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 get swabby Just to get wild, get, 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 get somebody was the Slugger Bed remix of Get The Get by Roots Maneuver. Up next we've got a track from an artist called Martin. That is Martin spelt with a Y and the track is called Masks. Enjoy. out on Brain Feeder on the Ninja Tune podcast and up next is one of our favourite artists one of our biggest artists this is Wiley with Link Up Hey sexy gal how you doing I've been hearing you speak my language fluent so when it's all quiet and you're ready you can give me a little call I step out the telly and Link Up that's what we're gonna do we're gonna Link Up step out the telly and Link Up that's what we're gonna do we're gonna Link Up step out the telly and Link Up step out the telly then I ring a new team cause I wanna get my link on got it all sorted and I ain't gonna think on how I'm gonna do it it's done think on we're on a noble team walk in tell him I'm a noble king black card got the spring rolls and ting <laughs> and I ain't looking over my shoulder and ting I bring my gal them where they wanna eat might turn out that they wanna meet other famous peeps in the vicinity I might say hi so they wanna greet I tell her that I didn't come here to meet famous people babe I just wanna eat after that hit a club maybe after that I just wanna beat Hey sexy gal, how you doing? I've been hearing you speak my language fluent 
So when it's all quiet and you're ready, you can give me a little call. I step out the telly and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna step out the telly and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna step out the telly and. Hey, hey, babes, what you saying? What? We can't link up tonight. What you didn't enjoy last weekend? What? All at me in it in the evening. Come, we gonna get a little food and thing, little meat out. Yeah. Little wine bar thing after. Get me. All of me, babes. All that. It's not a long thing. All that. They get me real, real, real. It's not a long thing. This all at me, yeah. Cool, babes. Cool, cool. Yeah. One love, that no, yeah, uh. That was Big Dada release, Link Up by Wiley on the Ninja Tune podcast. Uh, our final selection for this particular episode is John O. McCleary with Wonderful Life. Here I go, out to see again. The sunshine fills my hair. And dreams hang in the Goes in the sky and in my blue eyes, you know it feels unfair. There's magic everywhere. So look at me standing here on my own again. That was John O'McCleary with Wonderful Life, which is on counter. So here ends the podcast. Um, all that I would like to do, finally, is to thank you for listening, Dells for coming in and having a chat to me, and also Darren DK Not for producing the podcast and making it sound as good as it does. So yeah, please look out for the forthcoming episodes. I'm going to be talking to Kid Koala in the not-too-distant future and also Emika. So uh, yeah, look out for those. And thank you very much.